five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello. It is August 19th. A nice mellow evening for once, not scolding hot. And we are the People Movers, and tonight we're going to talk about a variety of things as we do. Unimogs, Honda Cities, Corvettes, GTIs that cost more than your some people's houses, and Rams. Everybody loves the Dodge Ram nowadays. But either way, the most important question, Jason, how was your day? Well, it's smoky in the Bay Area today, but we're, yes. we're happy. And You're safe, safe and okay. Right? Yep, we're okay. Okay, that is what matters. Our thoughts are with you. Just let us know if anything changes and we need to go off air real quick. But either way, we'll try to have a lighthearted part of our day that we look forward to. And we'll talk about cars and trucks and little cars and big trucks and all kinds of stuff. But we'll start (laughs) with the Ram 1500 TRX, or as I suspect what they meant to say, T-Rex with little (laughs) I think it should have short mirrors, the more I've thought about it. Really, really short mirrors. Really, really. Well, I was thinking really big tires in the back and smaller, significantly smaller tires right. in the front. Exactly. It's something know. to pay homage. But either way, I find that, I, I let us know your thoughts. I find that funny. They couldn't blatantly call it a T-Rex, but they slightly did. But the T-R-X Ram, some of the quick figures starting at $71,690. A lot of money for a half-ton truck, right? That's a whole lot of money. This is going to be the biggest competitor to the Raptor that we've seen. Um, that real headline, no one cares about the price. It's got a Hellcat motor, 702 of horsepower, of course. So it's going to be chucking out that. So if you're in the market for a truck, but it needs 700 horsepower, you're in luck. There's, there's a truck for you now. Yeah. Well, they're starting at 71.6. And as I told you earlier, Jason, if you want a launch edition, you're nearly on the hook for a hundred grand after taxes. Well, it's, you are after taxes. Yeah, it's right? $90,265 for the launch edition, so which is going to be premium and have all the TR2 trim package upgrades, all kinds of stuff, as they say, whatever that means. 702 horsepower, 650-pound Viatorg. They claim it'll go 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds. Run the quarter in 12.9 if you need to do it. Comes with 35s, 11.8 inches ground clearance, the whole thing. But Jason, would you have one? No, not even, <laughs> no, not even consideration not. you know, honestly, well, the launch edition, I think is launch editions are one of two ways or they're either really good or really just terrible. And this one sounds I agree. just terrible to me. For I, don't, some I mean, it's like Charles Barkley is terrible. Um, it's got no, no like heritage I, really or anything like that. So it's, you know, yeah. no, yeah. I mean, I don't. That's just, they need to give you so much to make that price worth it. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, give you, the, like they give you the motor. There's a ton of tech in it. They claim it'll ford 32 inches of water. I mean, they're, they're claiming it to be pretty yeah, but capable, you, but it's a, it's a lot more expensive than a Raptor. I feel like if you're going to go buy a vehicle to do, do serious off-roading, it's not going to be a Raptor or a TRX. No. I'm sorry, it's just not. It's going to be a Jeep or a or a Tacoma or a something like that, or a new Bronco, yeah. you know, it's going to be a much smaller vehicle than a full size truck. So I, me personally, I don't understand that market a whole lot. Um, no. but I very much am aware that it exists. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I w- it wouldn't get my money. Well, um, even I, 71 for the base version of it is 
still, that's a lot of money for a half-ton truck. Well, as we said, yeah. we think automakers are paying way more attention, like the more functional, you know, off-road vehicles. That's I think it's cool mm-hmm. they make stuff like this. As a comparison, if you bought a Raptor, I mean, it's a big price gap, but I mean, performance as well. You know, they're saying it'll run, you know, 4.5 compared to Raptor running at 5.1. Not that matters. They both have about 13 inches of travel. Raptor's got better travel in the rear, actually. Um, they're, I mean, it's pretty interesting. I don't know, but for the price gap, you know, it's about $14,000, I mean, 14 yeah. grand. That's a ton of money, I mean, you know, between I mean, Brian, the two. You could, I mean, do, so in the way the math works to me is I could have a Raptor if that was my thing and a gently used late model civic yeah, as well, a commuter car when I didn't want to. Well, and does anybody be like Raptor. quick to point out, like, you know, it's a, it's a big old 252 horsepower, 140 pound feet of torque advantage, you know, over the Raptor. But, you know, for that kind of money and what you're going to be using it for, you're not going to be just drag racing people. And let's just say you want to do that. You could send it to Hennessy or whoever else you want, you know, and I'm well, sure you, you could make up for that, you know. And, you literally just took the uh, took the meal right off my plate there. I was just going to say, if drag racing is your thing, yeah. save yourself some money and go buy one of those used SRT tens. Go throw a couple hair dryers on it. You'll still have money in your pocket, and you can do all the drag racing. Or a Velociraptor, or, you know, from Hennessy. Yeah, whatever you want. Like yeah, I said, I'm that's saying. a lot you of can... money. But I mean, to somebody though, they've it, been it, waiting for this truck. It's the baddest motor, oh, quote no, unquote. Well, like. The other thing that gets me about it is as willing as, you know, Chrysler Dodge, whatever, is willing to stuff Hellcat motors and everything, it seems like, why did it take so long for it to make it to the pickup truck? Like, that seems obvious, doesn't it? I kind of thought that, I mean, I knew they would do this, but there was a part of me that thought, why not put the 6.4 in it, you know, and have 550 horsepower or whatever, and then be an absolute even competitor with the Raptor money wise. And it would make more yeah. power still, you know, well, and all that. And I, when you were saying earlier about, you know, somebody has been waiting for this truck. Well, somebody might, oh, there's probably a lot of people that have been waiting for this truck, but oh, there's yeah. probably a handful of them that just had blow me down moments when they saw the MSRP of it. So too, I mean, you had you to know, figure I mean, if it was going to gonna get pretty, that motor, it was not going to be in the sixties, even with that motor. You knew it wasn't. I mean, yeah, I kind of expected the price of the base truck about 70 grand. That's basically where we're at though. 71. But, uh, but the launch edition is just yeah, but the price starts at 71, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. The, you know, the Raptor starts at 58. That's a big old difference. Me, me personally. I mean, I don't have a need for a 900 horsepower pickup truck or whatever. I probably good, would be, cause if it's I 702 money, and you'd still be on yeah, the market good. looking. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, if, I'm just saying if I was, you know, forced to purchase that or its direct competitor, I would, I would think I would have the Raptor. So even yeah, though I don't probably, like the motor, I like the styling better. And I like the Ford kind of look at I'd the I'd probably save better. the money or I'd just buy myself a little Tacoma and throw a supercharger on it. Either way. The before, other, the but, other question I have too, though, Brian, before we move on from that one is where's GM in this segment? <laughs> no, that's what I was going to laugh at. I can't, <laughs> I'm looking forward to what GM will come out with, but they won't. I mean, but like I said, what if GM just lost their minds? They're like, Hey, you know, no, because make the GM, I'm sorry. They, they had to make the hood bigger on the ZR1 to fit the motor. Where if they're like, well, that'd fit great in a truck and just threw a ZR1 motor in there. Like that, I mean, that'd be crazy, but they don't that do stuff be, like that. No, that's true. That's very much not the GM way. But yeah, GM gives us stuff like the Trail Boss and stuff like that that's yeah. so lame. And uh, I don't know. They don't. The, the last thing I'll say before we move on from this, the really thing that is like sticking out with me is like if you don't read the owner's manual or don't look at statistics and you own this truck, you know, it's a burly truck, you know, it tows 12,750 pounds, you know, it does all this stuff, 
But here's the real thing. Oh, Max, never mind. Rated up to you. Oh, that's the current Ram. This one can tow 8,100 pounds. I take that back. So not 12,000. Wow. Yeah. So I wouldn't have known that. So, you know, let's just say you hook something up to it that's a little heavier thinking, oh man, it's, I could, no, you can't. And then also, what do you think the payload of the bed is? Um, I hope you're not getting ready to tell me that Chrysler made it like out of cardboard or something to save weight. Um, the payload of the bed, well, it's a the half payload ton on the so taco, thousand, hold on. The payload on the pounds? taco is 2000 pounds. Okay. Let's, let's call it a thousand because let's just say they you're walked better, it back. Well, you're a better guess than I am. Yeah. 1310 pounds, 120 more than the Ford, but still that's a, I'm not going to lie as someone who's not a giant truck person. Yeah. I admit that that's kind of surprising me. I mean, just, I would think with something like that, I understand the suspension so much different than the regular one and all that, but man, if you were not initiated or read stats, you just throw a bunch of stone in there or something and blow out the suspension of your Ram. Your very trying to, expensive, fancy suspension. <laughs> well, cause it'd be very easy for a normal person to look at it and go, well, it's better. It's the best of all of them. So it must, you know, if you looked at the base model stats, but that's, I'm not going to lie. That's a lot of money for a truck. I don't think I would have <laughs> moving on to something else that costs more than that. So let's just say you pre-ordered a TRX first edition. And you got yourself 90,000 deep. Jason, what if I told you, you could have a 1983 VW GTI that would cost 50 grand more than that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, I would say get out of town, except for, I know the car you're talking about and yeah. That's not how I feel about that car. But generally, yes, I'd say get out of here and drugs are bad. Okay. So, you know what well, I mean? I mean, like, it says here it's been built over seven years by this gentleman named Derek Spratt. Well, thousand hours into this car, Brian. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Well, He's got 12,000 yeah. hours of this car, tens of thousands of dollars, equaling up to 140 grand in it. Um, yeah, this is really incredible, but the car is just absolutely lovely in every way. It's got a 16 valve bored out to a 2.1 liter into it. It's all NA 220 horsepower. I mean, the thing is really just a gem. Well, you missed a part there. Is it a Mark one, Mark two? I don't know my, I don't know my GTIs very well. What it's a Mark one, right? Mark one golf um, that has a Mark two transmission. That's been totally torn apart. The hood and the hatch right. are carbon fiber. The factory 14 wheels are beautiful and redone. Has four piston brakes around. Chassis has been reinforced. I mean, this thing is just absolutely amazing. I mean, it's amazing. It's like a singer, but it's a GTI. Yeah, it, it kind of, you know, it reminded me um, a little more than the singer. It kind of reminded me of those uh, Lancias that are being built right yeah. now. You know, it kind of reminded me of that a little more, which... I love that, man. I'm not going to lie. That really, uh, I don't know. I think of the two of us, you're by far more of a GTI fan than I am. Yeah. I mean, I don't look at it like something I would realistically spend my money on, but I got to say this thing is just incredible. Well, the man who built it and the, had the passion to build it because it's perfect. I mean, it's pretty much perfect. Yeah. The, the craftsmanship looks, I mean, just in the photos we saw, it looks, I mean, it looks second to none. I mean, that thing is a whole nother level of build, you know, and, Wow, he said uh, all in all costs closer to two hundred grand when you factor in the cost of tools. And he said he could have easily bought a modern nine eleven, just driven it around, enjoyed himself. That's that is great. I mean, he invested in that car, and I'm, no one would really understand it unless you you know really love that kind of thing. But man, that thing is incredible. The one thing I will say 
about the whole thing that kind of jumped to me is the little digital dash. I thought that was crazy. Man, I love the dash. I thought it was <laughs> clean. It looked really clean. It kind of surprised me on a build like that, you know, but then again, it's like a nice blend of like modern and old. That car is incredible. That guy is incredible. Take that kind of time and do it. Looks wonderful. But if you want other small little things, you can go to bring a trailer, but you won't have to spend, in my opinion, you're not going to spend 140 grand on this. Well, you won't because it's old, actually. Perfect. We got a 1983 Honda City, Jason. I love Honda Cities. I love a Honda City as well. Honda City Turbo 2. This one in a great livery and a nice shade of, I believe it's Windsor dark blue with some multicolor decals on it. Right-hand drive, of course, because they weren't sold over here. But the big thing comes with the Moto Compo little scooter. So it fits yep. in the bag with the scooter. If you've never seen one of these, it's a four-door little Honda, exciting little Honda on a 1.2 liter inline four makes 108 horsepower 112 pound feet of torque i believe um, but it's a little you know compact car you can enjoy yourself with and then you have a scooter that came with the car that folds down and fits in the back so you could go about the city once you park how brilliant is that yeah well the thing i love about it is it is it, very much the epitome of japanese cars yeah. i mean to to us as americans who grew up here right that's already a tiny little city car. And then <laughs> if it wasn't small enough, it's got a collapsible scooter in the back. It's I love perfection. That. I mean, this one's, I love it. It's a two door. I take it back. Or three door. I take it back. It's a turbo two. Not to mention whoever did a Moto Compos graphics is oh, yeah. a freaking hero of the eighties. I mean, yeah, it is just perfect. so perfect and cool. And I've never seen a city with the neat livery like that one has too. So wow, this kind person. of double cool. This is so cool. The person only put 25 miles on the scooter, did a lot of work on it, has all the brochures. It sold for 25 grand, and I'm not going to lie. Wow, at my that's age, a deal. Yeah, at my age, I'm looking at something like that. I'm like, I mean, this one is as, good as, it, this is as good as it gets. Like, this thing is premium. It has 30,000 miles on it. Yeah. 30,000 miles yeah. on it. All the brochures. And that one, too, um, like you just mentioned, the scooter squared away, runs and rides, mm -hmm. and so does the car. Like, yeah. they're both, like, Choice. Perfect. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, 25, so grand, 25 right? grand. Good to uh, like a bargain. Good to Texas Matt. TX Matt four four. Good for you, buddy. Twenty five grand. That's a killer one. But then, if you want something that could maybe be a little less city oriented, we've got the thing for you. In two thousand and three, Mercedes Benz Unimog five hundred. It's one of a small number of North American versions that were distributed through Freightliner dealers, apparently from two thousand and two mm -hmm. to two thousand and seven. Short wheelbase, originally delivered in Pennsylvania, acquired in California. But either way, it is up for two more days. It's at ninety eight thousand five hundred dollars, and this thing is just fantastic in every way. Short wheelbase, yeah. five thousand miles on it, Jason. I know you'd be in on this. It also has the articulating bed, which is a fantastic option. Yeah, um, dude, I, I would be all over that thing. There is one big problem with it, and the seller does state in his. Uh, I mean that that one is nice. It's low miles. He even says it has a well documented soft light. Is how he described it, a soft light. Um, it's got a wrap on it, like a kind of carbon stealthy wrap to it. It's yeah. orange underneath. Um, yeah, I think they usually were, you know, meant for utility. So high vis colors are right. pretty common. Um, Love but the, the thing that really. he pointed out is an issue with it is, um, you can no longer use them in California. Um, so due to you're out of and, the bidding. But, yeah, so I can't me, have it. I mean, but I mean, I, you know, I can't, I can't have a Unimog, but if you look out my window right now, Brian, it's ridiculously smoky. So 
Nobody maybe, would notice. No one would notice. <laughs> maybe it's the time to invest in a Unimog. I mean, now oh. I'm thinking about it. Maybe I should too. I mean, I've never felt like I needed such an unnecessary vehicle so much in my life. I mean, I just, Jason, do you, uh, do, I can't believe it. The truck has, oh man. So permitting it to crawl, what do you think the minimum speed, the minimum speed crawl speed oh, on I a taco, it. I think is two miles per hour. Yeah. This one does like 0.9 max or point, something point like that. Oh nine. Yeah. When approximately yeah, max 2, crawl, yeah. That's a minimum. No, it's minimum. Right. Point I think it has something Not like oh nine. That's crazy. Yeah, At I think it has something like a, like a, what did it say? A, they gave the crawl ratio or something in the 3, article. 3,000 to 1. 3,000 to 1 crawl ratio, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's got triple locking differentials. I mean, it's got a locking so, center diff, too. It's, it's incredible. I just, when I read all the stuff it had, I went, well, yeah, I yeah. need that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That thing is just it. I mean, the, I've never seen a short wheelbase, a little one like that, too. And it, no, that, that's what makes me. Yeah, it looks like a, a pickup truck on steroids. Well, you could put like tons of things. Like, so you could do any variety of things where you could just drive it. That thing's fantastic. With two more days on just, it, that thing's got to yeah. go for, I don't know, 140. Well, I will say, sadly, it's out of my budget. But uh, well, boy, I wish California, it. But, well, boy, I wish it wasn't. Because, yeah. you know, man, what a vehicle. Yeah, what a vehicle. Good, good for that person. I highly, highly, highly enjoy that. But moving on to one more uh, weird, this isn't a bring a trailer thing. This is something that we just can't get over because it just keeps on spiraling. So at first, GM with the C8 Corvette, <laughs> people were posting videos of the front coming up. And, you know, that's a very scary thing to happen in your car at speed or at any time. No one wants, you know, their visibility to be blinded and all that stuff, let alone on their brand new C8 when you're flexing. You know you're flexing when you're driving and you're feeling good. That's a terrible thing. But now GM has put out a recall and now they've pushed it a step further. They're saying they've put a stop order on deliveries of C8s, Jason. Oh, no. They said certain, went from bad to worse. <laughs> certain C8s, quote unquote, certain C8s they've put a stop order on. So, how do you know? Do they know by a pin number or something? I'm or not sure. Just, That's all they've said. You know, if yours is one of the affected ones, if the front opens at speed and smashes your windscreen and scares you to death. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's, yes, a, sir, you're affected by this recall. It says for now, owners can drive their C8 Corvettes with the front trunk open at up, at up to 82 miles per hour. What? what? That's drive it open? Yeah, that's according to Automobile Magazine. They're saying... Why would you want to drive your car? No, they're just saying that it will stay latched. Like, so if you're... Like, think of that. So So you're not doing like 35. You're doing 82 or more, and then the front comes up. It's a a fast car. You're going to go out and do fast car things. I'm just saying, at the speed, like, it doesn't come open at low speeds. Like, you're only going to be in the danger zone at some point when it comes out. You're going to be doing maximum attack when the front lets go. That's what it seems to be. It says General Motors has issued a stop delivery order at dealers on, quote, certain C8 models, both new and used, related to the recall for the car's front it is filing with the national highway traffic safety administration today oh so it's getting serious yeah to recall now. yeah to recall centers around a flying front issue with this oh man that's, oh my God. that's a bummer well, you know the thing that immediately strikes me is there's a lot of cars that feature a front you know i mean there's lamborghinis and ferraris and porsches and yeah you know, i mean there's a great number of cars that feature a front you know yeah 
I can't remember the last time I read of somebody having to do a recall because the trunk opens at speed. Like that seems like something you really want to check when you build a car. Yeah. But this also seems like the most GM thing ever. $60,000 mid-engine Corvette. What could go wrong? Oh yeah. $60,000 mid-engine Corvette made by GM. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's more embarrassing that it's like, it was such like a celebrated thing, but it's like GM's first forte into that, which makes it all that much like worse. That's just a total womp womp right there. The fact that, yeah, it's their first attempt at that, really. And then it was like, okay, we can't make the front stay closed, but everything else. Well, I hope great. nobody's been hurt by this, to be honest, because, yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty serious deal. You know what I mean? I've been in a vehicle where the hood spontaneously opened at about 35 miles an hour, thank goodness. And that was terrifying, you know? So, yeah. I, you know, like I said, I, I, I truly hope nobody's been hurt by this, but... Jim, get it together. Come on. Yeah, this one, it says there's a warning system built into the car just supposed to give the driver a visual and audible alert to warn the frunk isn't closed securely. That speed is limited to 82 miles per hour until the frunk is shut properly. Jim wants to reduce that speed to 26 miles per hour and modify the C8's key fob to prevent accidental openings. That's wild. Jim is saying, wow. Huh. That's... Yes. Like, like I hate to be, I mean, granted, I've never released any cars. I know it's harder to release a car than it sounds like, but, um, yeah, that seems pretty obvious, man. Yeah. That's one. You know, I mean, that's kind of a, I mean, obvious is, I mean, obvious, I don't even know how to put that. That's a really interesting one. It's just taking so many twists and turns that they were like, no, not at all. And then they were like, well, maybe people are pushing the button wrong. And then it went on and on and on. And now they're like flat out like, all right, well, Clearly, people <laughs> people are getting their frunks thrown in their face. But at the end of the day, if you own a C8 Corvette, I hope you drive safe and I hope your frunk doesn't fly in your face. But that's going to yeah, be it for us today. <laughs> so on that note, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We are the People Movers. I am Brian, as always, with my brother Jason. And we will be back and see you soon. Have a good night.